You're listening to Sounds of the Saints with your host, Chris Nace. Co-captain Jaron Geary and Saints leaders Dougal Howard and Callum Wilkie joined the show this week as the Saints look to turn the tide heading into the second half of 2021. The trio speak about their role as leaders amid the challenging season, addressing key issues in Sydney and what the Saints need to do to bridge the gap. Stay tuned, Saints fans. You won't want to miss this. Welcome in, Saints fans, to another episode of Sounds of the Saints. Going to do a little bit of a deep dive with some of the club leaders. we fortunate enough to be joined by Jaron Geary, Dougal Howard and Cal Wilkie. Uh, welcome in, boys. Thanks, Chris. Cheers for having us. I guess first off, um, it's first day in uh, following the, the Round 13 game. Um, can you take us into the psyche of the group at the moment? Yeah, it's, um, it's a bit of a tough one. Um, it's been a bit of a different buy sitting around uh, Melbourne. Guys haven't been able to probably take their mind off, off footy too much. But um, yeah, it's, and, and just so disappointed from, uh, from the weekend's game and, and everyone's, everyone's feeling it a bit. But uh, we've, we've come in and there's plenty of stuff to work on. The boys are going to take a positive outlook from it and um, yeah, build into, into the second half of the season. Cal, do you think it's something that uh, is good to sort of stew on for a bit? We've had that time, you know, you can't really escape it, but is it good to sort of have that to, you know, almost fuel the fire in a sense? Uh, yes and no. Yes, and the fact is, yeah, you want people to stew on it and want people to be angry about it and disappointed in the performance we dished up on the weekend. So in that sense, you want people to come back hungry, um, you know, and, you know, want to get better and look for ways to get better, which, which we need to. Um, but then, yeah, you do want... Um, people, I guess, to take time away from footy um, and just sort of reset for a bit. But, I mean, I, I tell you right now, I, I, I didn't do that. I was probably more thinking about, I guess, the game and, and how disappointing it was. And, Giz, the first meeting back, um, can you give us a little bit of insight as to what sort of transpired there and looking back at some of the footage from the game? Yeah, well, I think the um, you know, the, the first um, point about how, how we're all feeling today, I think to go away for sort of 10 days and not bring home any points was pretty disheartening for everyone um spend some time away from your families and as a group and it would have been would have been good to come back with four four or eight points and we obviously got close in both both games and then um you know the boys coming back a day earlier today to sort of get the review over and done with so we can sort of start to move on for the back half of the year and today was really about challenging each other in certain aspects of our game that wasn't up to standard so um we you know we saw some clips today that um, were positive because we had some periods of the game that were positive and then we saw some clips that um, really weren't up to AFL standard and, and um, you know, we really challenged each other to, to get better in that space. So um, the idea was to get that done today so we can sort of start to move forward and continue to challenge each other and, and improve and then, um, you know, the back half of the season needs to look 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 um, look better than the front half of the season in terms of, really in terms of effort and commitment to the football club. This might be a different answer for the three of you, but what's the emotion when you walk into a meeting like that? What's the overriding thing? Is it is it anger? Is it disappointment? Um, is it anything else that fits under that umbrella? What sort of is, is it even a little bit of fear? What sort of um, comes to mind when you come into those meetings? I guess you sort of have a, all of those emotions in different point in, in the meeting. You know, anger in terms of some of the efforts that we dished up, um, disappointing in, in those efforts. Um, but then you sort of also look at, I guess, the opportunity going forward in terms of fixing these little things up. But they're not so little, they are big things, but it doesn't take much to fix them up. It's just a bit of, you know, as Gear said, commitment to the football club, the effort, um, just been switched on for, for the whole game. Um, so 
I guess the opportunity then sort of is a bit positive, optimistic sort of coming out of it. Um, but yeah, at the time you feel those emotions when, you know, you're getting challenged yourself and you're challenging um, your teammates to get better. How about you, Dougal? Yeah, there's obviously a certain degree of anger and disappointment. But yeah, looking at that, uh, the ways we can get better, I think as a group, that's where we've got to get to every review, win, win lose or draw have got to be coming in on a Monday uh, ready to for the harsh reality of, of what the review is and also using that to get better as an entire football club and and then and then transferring that into training, which we then transfer into games. Yeah, I think um, it should be the most uncomfortable um, meeting throughout the week or the most uncomfortable you are um, other than the two hours you're playing. Week in, week out, it should be a challenging environment, so you should come in here um, sort of in an uncomfortable position because either you're going to be challenged or you're going to challenge your own teammates and for a lot of people that's not comfortable and that's something we're working on is uh, getting guys in the space where they actually feel comfortable to challenge each other um, because they want us to improve so um, that's what the review should look like and I think it sort of has a um, you know it goes in sort of stages of the review you get to a point where it's sort of a little bit challenging you're looking at areas you can improve which can be a little bit disheartening but by the end of it um, you know you go out there with a little bit of a positivity because you've sort of seen the areas you need to improve them you sort of identify why you've lost the game of football um, and you and you and you come up with solutions about um, how you, how next time you're in that position you can do better so um, yeah it's a that's a little bit of a meeting that sort of goes on a certain trajectory and by the end of it you sort of leave with some sort of positivity yeah speaking of sort of that discomfort as well that you feel that would sort of come up when like if if any of you guys come up on the screen um, and your clips are shown for the group but also there is that discomfort of not wanting to speak out about any of your players how do you feel that sort of sits within the group I know you three are three of the most vocal within that group but how do you go about you know either taking account for your own actions or taking account for another player's actions I guess taking account for your own actions, you've just got to own it. I, I hate more than anything, you know, your number coming up and seeing a clip of yourself because you know you've let your teammates down. Um, but then you've just got to embrace, I guess, and you want your teammates to, you know, speak up and, and say what you've done wrong and, you know, how you can do it better. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's just going to improve me as a player and improve us as a team. Um, but, yeah, it's sort of, I guess, getting the uncomfortable, um, I guess, of speaking out, um, you know, these, th these, these two boys are, you know, really good at it. Um, we're trying to drive a lot of the other players, you know, to speak out and, and challenge others, which, you know, a lot of people aren't comfortable with. So, yeah, it's just about, you know, helping uh, getting us to help others um, to do it. Yeah, I, I think it, it really comes down to just sort of caring more about um, the team than yourself. I think you can get, you can just sit there and sort of float through and um, either not want to come up or not want to contribute and you sort of just hide away and you know you rock up week in week out and get a game that, that's okay but you're actually not contributing to helping us get better so um, part of the growth part of the development of our team is to um, come out of themselves and and continue to develop in that space because it's the key to any good team and to any organization really is um, continuing to give, give each other feedback and ways to develop and, and get better so uh, we've got a group at the moment who We've got, you know, some guys that are really good at it and some and guys... I would imagine confidence plays space. a big part in that, whether you speak up or not. How do you think that sort of sits? Like, how, how do you find that confidence to speak up when the results haven't been going our way and it has been quite a tough run at the moment? 
Yeah, oh, I think you've got to get to a place where regardless of how your actual form is going, you're still able to contribute. So there's a difference between actually playing you know, good footy and being in good form and actually um, competing or bringing effort each week. So if you're bringing effort and you're competing and you're doing your best, um, I feel like you give yourself a really good opportunity to still be able to hold your teammates accountable. Um, you know, form comes and goes, but your effort shouldn't really waver. So if you're bringing great effort every week, then you should be confident enough to be able to give your teammates feedback. Um, we're not talking about giving blokes feedback on, you know, missing kicks, marks and handballs. Like There's stuff that we, we continue to try and get better at and we still make sure guys are doing the right thing. Week in, week out to get better at that, but we're talking about things like effort and contest and pressure. Uh, they're the things that we're talking about, you know, challenging our teammates at. And, and if you bring that, which is sort of a... You don't need any talent to do that. You, sh- you should be able to be confident that you can give feedback to your teammates. And you don't feel hamstrung at all um, at the moment for you, Gears, being injured off the field at the moment. You can still give that, that feedback to your teammates? Yeah, well, that's part of my job. Um, that's why I'm you know, co-captain of the football club is to continue to help us grow and help us get better. And, and part of it at times is to sit back and let others do it as well, which is um, you know, something that I struggle with a little bit uh, because I feel like um, that's part of my role and it's part of my job. But um, to get others to grow, I sometimes have to sit back and, and give them the opportunity to speak. And Dougal and Cal, as new leaders um, at the club, both a tick over 50 games um, for your AFL careers, do you feel like you need to really drive that change as leaders? Like, how does that sort of, that pressure sort of sit with you being new to the caper? Um, and obviously, the two of you on field, um, how do you sort of see that work out? Yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, I voted into leadership group this year, so um, it was probably something that is positive of my game and probably something I'm good at is, you know, speaking up and, and seeing the game. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the pristine athlete like most AFL players are. So, so I try and, um, I guess, instill knowledge and, and, and help others in that way. Um, but yeah, you sort of just got to put your own sort of form aside um, when wanting to, I guess, speak up and, and challenge others because, you know, if you're always constantly, you have to worry about what, how your backyard is, but you know, Everything else is and is about the betterment of the team. So you sort of put that aside, and you just want to help that player get better, and so he can help us get better. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely challenging, but um, we've uh, pr- probably this year being voted in, realised um, need to take it to another level in um, obviously voice and leadership and and leading from the front, and um, it's definitely yeah has has its challenges, but. Um, I think if we can start to do it more and um, lift the standard amongst the group, um, it's on all of us as leaders to do that and keep guys accountable. Um, it's going to go a long way to us improving this year and then going going through the future. We've got a we've got a good um, group of leaders now and hopefully going to be around together for a few years and um, hopefully we're, we're on the right track to to set up this group going forward and. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a big challenge for us, but um, looking forward to it as well. And like you said, seven-man leadership group, all very adept, uh, adept, I should say, in their roles and very vocal. Are there any other new voices sort of that are coming to the fore, both on field and within meetings? Um, it's been good to, to hear from um, some of the more experienced blokes. They've, they've been really good. We've got, we've got a few with Dan Hannabury, um, James Frawley, um, quite vocal and... Um, amongst the younger boys, there's uh, there's a few improving. Ryan Burns, 
um, obviously coming in and playing a few games this year and probably one of the things he uh, he's, he's very diligent with the role he's playing and, um, and and he leads in that sense and also speaks quite well for for a younger younger player um, yeah all, all, all the boys um, are really working hard at it and uh, and yeah we expect them to get better in that area because once again the, the core group of young players we've got is going to be a big part of, of the future of this footy club can we talk a little bit about Sydney um, that opportunity to go up and spend some time together was sort of used as an intense period to sort of review and really knuckle down and find um, you know what's at the core of some of uh, what's going on at the moment can you chat a little bit about that and um, follow up about bridging that gap yeah so you know getting up um, away sort of like we did last year but not into the extent and and long period that we did in Noosa so we just thought it would be you know a good idea to get the connection um, I guess back as a back as a group and then yeah have a few meetings in terms of what we need to do I guess going forward and um, how we can get better so we had a couple of meetings um, that you know really deep like dive deep um, yeah into what we need to do better as, as a whole football club as players staff coaches um, in all aspects of the game not just not just on field off field in in terms of the program so yeah we got a lot of benefits um, out of, out of those meetings and you know you know people spoke up that would wouldn't necessarily speak up about certain certain things so no a lot, lot of good information um, from that it was obviously disappointing to go up there and you know knuckle down these meetings and then I guess dish up the performance that we that we did on the weekend but um, those means are you know a bigger picture of where we want this club to go um, not just this year but years to come so no it was, it was beneficial yeah um, and this is a fair process it wasn't something that took us sort of half an hour it was you know a few couple hour meetings um, no one was keen to get out of there it wasn't sort of the most impressive thing for me is that everyone was really engaged and bought into the meetings and sometimes you can have meetings at footy clubs where people are looking you know to the end of the meeting you look at your watches but you know a few a few couple hour stints where everyone was engaged and um, really wanted to buy in um, you know to, to see the areas we needed to get better at so it was basically Know, your dynasty clubs and and rating them on certain aspects of things they did really well and then and then having a look at where we sit and the gap between where we are and where we need to get to and um yeah they're they great conversations to have and it's sort of given us now a, a bit of a roadmap of uh, what we need to do to get to where we want to get to as a footy club i guess we rated in different areas where we were and i guess across the whole group it was, it was pretty pretty consistent so um there was no well, I guess it wasn't like the group was scattered across and people think we're at different levels. It was um, everyone was pretty consistent through there and um, yeah, definitely knew the areas we've got to get better at. So um, yeah, it can really narrow in our focus to those things to, to get us better. Yeah, I mean, I, I was sort of similar, like, you know, it, we sort of went in small groups and sort of everyone shared their opinions and, and you know, there wasn't much, I guess, you know, wavering between a certain percentage that people um, had ticked for most most columns. So, yeah, it that was the awareness that people had that w- we sit where we sit um, in terms of these areas, um, and then probably just I guess the um, improvements that people, the ideas that people sort of had and what we need to get better. And you know, it's it's you want I guess the whole forty four or well, how many people on the list and, and the staff to contribute because everyone has different ideas. Not ev- not everyone thinks the same. So. It was just, yeah, I guess, getting that, you know, range of people's views um, 
you know, that really sort of stuck out to me saying, oh, I didn't think about that. I wasn't thinking like that. So um, that's when, you know, you can sort of sit back and reflect on, on the, I guess, the data that came out of it um, and knowing where we need to improve. And about bridging that gap, there is no one quick fix and it's all it's all sorted. We're back to winning ways. Sort of what do you think needs to be done most in order to help bridge that gap? Um. Oh, like I said, I think I mean I think the thing for us is it's all about consistency and being able to do those things consistently for for longer periods of our games in our our lives. Really, I think um, you know if you had asked us the same question six eight months ago, we probably rated ourselves completely different. But um, yeah, that's what I took out of it the most is that you've you've got to be consistent in these things and you've got to do it day in day out, day in day out for a long time to get to where you want to get to. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, after sitting, just finishing my line review and, and team review, those were probably the biggest things that come out of it. You see the good things, you see the bad things, and it's all about consistency, whether that is, you know, switching off for periods in a game or, or I guess, in your training standards or gym or anything you do. It's, it's about consistently doing it all the time. Um, so, yeah, that was probably the biggest thing for me. David Rath on the member Q&A as well spoke about having a or transitioning more from a connection-based sort of model into, you know, shifting into that high-performance sort of edge. Um, can you talk a little bit about ruthlessness? Do you think it's something that we need to rekindle or it's something we've got or we need to learn how to, how to build? Where do you sort of see that or, or finding that sort of drive? It's something that's not built overnight or, or click of the fingers and it happens. It's, you know, it comes from within... It comes from us as leaders, coaches as leaders, players buying into it, um, us demanding um, on ourselves and each other and and of the playing group. Um, and first and foremost probably comes from us, I guess, showing it, I guess, out in the field and, and off field. So, yeah, it's it's something that yeah I need to get better at and, you know, we as a club need to get better at. Yeah, and it's just the only way we get better is... Um, applying it to everything we're doing from the day we rock up in pre-season, pre-season or even even in your off-season, coming back in good nick, um, the training stands, the off-field standards, and then the playing standards, it's all that ruthless. Um, ruthlessness you've got to have as a, um, a professional athlete in a professional environment to, to get better. And translating that, that edge and that ruthlessness into on-field performance, how do you guys see us from an on-field leadership perspective obviously we've been missing a couple of soldiers throughout the year but do you think it's almost a case of too much left to too few or guys don't have the confidence to speak up on game day where do you think that sits oh well i I think um first and foremost from a leadership point of view you want to you want to lead with your actions and um you know the the captain that's been out there the most this year is, is stealing he certainly leads with his actions, um, he certainly plays with an edge. So, uh, from a leadership perspective, he's certainly holding up his end of the bargain. Um, you know, there's a few a few of us and um, that that need to improve in that space and, and drag a few others along with us. So, um, yeah, I think, like I said, when you create an environment uh, week Monday to Friday, and 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 you, you you create that, you give yourself a chance. But if you if you don't create that, you're sort of just hoping on the weekend. So. Um, you know, I think, yeah, from a leadership perspective, we, we can certainly get in, improved in that area. But I think, you know, the one guy that probably can hold his head up in that space at the moment is Steely. Yeah. Um, you see the nail on the head, 
he's uh, leading leading from the front, and um, yeah, we we certainly um, just all need to be be better as a group um, in standing up in in big moments, and that's part of leadership. And, and we've shown this year there's just probably times where um, there's just too few doing it, and um, yeah, it's it's something we definitely need to get better at going forward. Beyond the leadership group, are there any voices that you think are really starting to emerge on field? Spoken about a lot uh, in-house in terms of meetings, but does that sort of translate into on-field as well? Um, it's 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 improving. There's still um, a bit of a way to go. Um, I guess in the back line, um, Tommy Highmore has come in. He's only played under half a dozen games, but um, he's certainly brought um, some good leadership for a young fellow as well and, and uh, talks a lot on field, um, up forward. Uh, I think Butts is, is stepping up in that area and um, it's something he's working at to get better. So um, another one that I guess probably probably naturally quiet a bloke, but he's uh, working on it, working towards getting better on game day. And um, yeah, as I said before, there's a, there's a core group of young players that need to get better there but um, they know it and they're going to work towards it and I guess just sort of to tie everything off sort of a two-pronged sort of question to close it out where do we go from here um, for the rest of 2021 and how do we really start turning that page with the the 10 odd games remaining we're doing we're going to be doing everything in our our power to turn this season around and um, I guess play just some consistent competitive football as a group that's where we need to get to um We've, we've got, as I said, good people, good talent in our group, but um, we need need to be competitive week in, week out and um, I guess play a consistent brand of footy that, um, that yeah, I guess we're all, um, what do you say, I guess predictable to each other um, on game day and, and also we're going to have some, some personnel come back in the next couple of weeks, which um, will certainly lift the group and, and give a bit of... Uh, bit of confidence um, towards the back end of the year. Yeah, I think, you know, adding some some soldiers back will be be good and then um, coupling that with, um, you know, the, the, the few things that Doug said, um, clearly we want to improve uh, the areas that we've identified and, 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 you know, for our fans and for people at home, that would, that would look like being more competitive, um, you know, guys putting the team first and um, sort of the, the me before, uh, the we before the me, um, and 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 obviously the environment we create here has a bit more of an edge where we're challenging each other more to to get better and um, with the longer view that this is going to hold us in really good stead. So this ten weeks is really important. Um, you know we're still mathematically a chance to to play finals. Um, we're we're not we're not shutting the door on that. We're certainly looking to in, improve and and win games of footy and give ourselves a chance to to play finals. But um, certainly a longer view. Than that, we felt this puts us in a really good position um, in the years to come as well. Yeah, definitely. What these two touched on—it's a consistency where it starts, and that probably starts with you know us um, as players, as leaders, holding people accountable each and every day. The next next day that we come into the club and and with our training standards, so um, so we can you know prepare well going into the next game and you know be competitive because you know the competitiveness just hasn't been there. So. Um, yeah, I, I look at it as just, I guess, each day coming into the club. Going forward now, um, how I can help, I guess, myself and, 
everyone of my teammates, I guess, to get better. Well, thanks so much for your time, guys. We're in very capable hands with the leadership group we've got at the moment. So all the best for the week ahead and uh, looking forward to round 15 against the Tigers. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to another episode of Sounds of the Saints. Make sure to subscribe, share with your mates, and to check into saints.com.au for more podcasts, features, exclusive interviews, and more.